This is the Electile Dysfunction Podcast with Ashton Cohen. Way more interesting than anything you're listening to on NPR. Probably less exciting than what you're watching on OnlyFans. Bruh. We're going to talk about the issues that really matter. Our country, our economy, the Fed, QE, GDP, BTC, NFTs, AOC, the CCP, Cardi B, Ow. Yeezy, Yellow Socks, Iran, Joe Biden's dementia, Come on, man. and probably sex robots. We stand for a free and open debate and exchange of ideas. And if you disagree with anything we talk about, you are a racist and no better than Hitler. What? Let's get started. Ladies and gentlemen, and gentlemen like to be ladies and ladies like to be gentlemen, welcome to the Electile Dysfunction Podcast. I am your host, Ashton Cohen. Now, before we start, please give us a like and subscribe to our show to keep getting some great content. Do we hear from time to time people refer to the Golden State? as the People's Republic of California. This, of course, is a reference to the PRC, the People's Republic of China, a famously communist-controlled nation, as we know. But it's really worth delving deep into that analogy, because when we compare the two places, we get a really great insight into what's happened to the world over the last decade and where it's heading. Let's start by taking a look at California. You see, progressives in California have created a really extraordinary thing. Over the last few years, they have dispensed with any pretense of trying to create economic growth or prosperity for their citizens, the way, say, China has over this last decade. But they have managed to incorporate some of the disastrous aspects of a centrally planned nation like China, things like enforced censorship of individuals, depriving citizens of their liberty and livelihood even shutting people's power off and water if they don't comply with the demands of a quizzling politician like Eric Garcetti. California used to pride itself on being on the cutting edge of new trends. And it seems like the one that it decided to latch onto is the role of being your financial dominatrix. So for those of you who don't know, a financial dominatrix It's a fairly new phenomenon where self-loathing men compensate a verbally abusive mistress online. And rather than getting a kinky form of sexual gratification, they give these women their paychecks for the reward of being called a piece of shit. (laughs) I think that characterizes California pretty damn well. But if you don't believe me, let's take a look at some stats. First, California is the poorest state in the nation. More than 20% of its residents are in poverty. According to data from HUD, more than half of unsheltered homeless people in America reside in California. And this isn't simply a problem with U.S. capitalism. California's homeless population increased by just over 20% from 2009 to 2019, while the same number of people experiencing homelessness nationwide dropped by over 10%. So up 20% California, down 10% nationwide. California also has the worst income inequality in the nation, or among it. The Gini coefficient, one of the main standards used to measure income inequality, ranks California number 48. How about housing? Median housing prices, as many of you may know, are the highest in the nation in California. The major cities are among the most expensive in the world. Median rent, highest in the nation. In the major cities in California, you may be lucky to pay three grand in rent to live in a unit slightly larger than Jeffrey Epstein's old prison cell. 
surrounded by human feces, used syringes, trash, and homeless encampments, many containing mentally ill individuals who can't be forced into treatment or shelter because of California's conservatorship laws. Even having a relatively well-paying job is no guarantee that you can avoid homelessness in the state. It's not uncommon to encounter workers, teachers, government employees living in their cars. So why isn't there affordable housing, you ask? Well, there is no affordable housing because the same, often white, neoliberal progressives, who like to feign offense of the jokes I make on this podcast, for example, fight to uphold the most restrictive zoning regulations in the nation to prevent the undesirable and middle-class peasants from being able to live next to them. You see, to them, a neoliberal caste system is their preferred method of social distancing. In addition to that, frivolous litigation campaigns, ridiculous permitting requirements, high taxes, onerous environmental restrictions such as CEQA, the California Environmental Quality Act, make it basically unprofitable to build almost anything here other than luxury real estate. Building fees, for example, can total $70,000 per apartment and over $100,000 for single-family home in the state. So many home builders don't see the point. Why bother doing business here when you can simply perform your craft in a southern state, for example, for a fraction of the costs and without any of the red tape? How about employment? Well, California has the highest unemployment rate in the country. The employment figures were really bad before COVID, but they were exacerbated due to the policies pushed by California's male bimbo of a governor who shut down the entire state, causing numerous businesses to go under. He's being recalled now, thank God. An analysis by the NRA, not the fun one, but the National Restaurant Association, predicted 43% of California restaurants would not survive the crisis. Because of the COVID policies, the number of businesses owned by African Americans, oftentimes restaurants, dropped by 41%. Latino-owned businesses dropped by 32%. Asian-owned businesses, 25%. Roughly 36% of immigrant-owned businesses also went under. This is a state for the minorities, right? <laughs> Data from San Francisco's Chamber of Commerce shows up to 85% of bars and restaurants in former bustling parts of the city have already closed. In fact, California was ranked the worst state to do business even before the pandemic, and things have only gone worse and more depressing for the small business owners of the state. But the one thing California always kind of had going for it, the one thing you always say about it is uh, stood up for the poor folks, right? That's their claim to fame, right? They're the state for the pro-working man slash woman slash transsexual, pansexual, whatever. But the supposedly pro-working-class California can't even figure out how to administer unemployment benefits. Since the pandemic began, California has sent about $30 billion of fraudulent unemployment claims. Some of the checks were mailed to Florida prisoners like Nebecca Thornton, who was serving time in a Florida prison for murder. Yeah, murder. Of course, the people who really need unemployment compensation and are entitled to it, can't get it. There are over 1 million jobless people in California who have been waiting months to get unemployment benefits and haven't received it yet. By the way, keep that in mind next time the same people try to convince you that 
They can run your healthcare or make complex medical decisions on your family's behalf. They can't fucking figure out unemployment benefits. And we can spend hours discussing crime spikes in California's major cities, but I think we can say that for another day. It's abundantly clear that the rulers of California failed the state and managed to create the biggest clusterfuck of bad government policies that we've seen in this country for a long time. I mean, one can comfortably say that California is probably more fucked than a golden labradoodle at a Chinese wet market. <laughs> Which, but speaking of China, let's take a look at that country who's uh, famous for providing us all with some amazing things recently and in the past, like fireworks or P.F. Chang's or the Wuhan coronavirus. As we know, China is an authoritarian state that has complete control over the flow of information to its country, punishes individuals who engage in unauthorized speech, have the wrong opinions, controls the movements of every citizen, decides who's able to transact, do business. And they're currently rolling out a social credit score. What is that, you may ask? Well, social credit score is kind of like a government-approved Uber rating that will punish and reward Chinese citizens after analyzing trillions of pieces of data on everything they do, basically, in their personal lives and public lives. And this is the sort of power that California elites have what dreams about, right? I mean, to them, it's probably as exciting as a blackface Jimmy Kimmel and Joy Behar making a fake interracial porno. The thing is, while California would love to incorporate the authoritarian aspects of China, the leaders here know that they're too incompetent to match China's aggressiveness and audacious achievements. While California indoctrinates children with critical race theory to hate their country, hate their founding, hate their history, endorse tribalism, China is maniacally focused on creating the top mathematicians, doctors, and scientists in the world, who, by the way, are indoctrinated to the other extreme, to love their country and their countrymen. While progressives in California lecture citizens and students in their schools to hate the nation because it's founded on stolen land. It's stolen land, bro! Chinese communists are taking over new parts of the globe by the day. Places like the South China Sea, Tibet, building military bases across Africa. While California students debate which of the 72 genders they belong to. <laughs> Fucking joke. Chinese students and citizens are being trained to be leaders in DNA sequencing, artificial intelligence, quantum computing. Every day, China continues to achieve more and more in these fields as they focus on executing the Made in China 2025 plan, which will ensure that everything from smartphones to 5G equipment, hypersonic missiles, and high-speed rail are built in their country. With the rise of TikTok, China has now become, for the first time, a dominant force in social media. And you know what the most troubling aspect is, at least to me? China has been able to accomplish all of this, and they don't even do as much cocaine as us. <laughs> America has often stereotyped Chinese as having little to no ability at driving, right? That's a joke. While that may or may not be true with respect to minivans, they are certainly driving innovation all over the world. You can't doubt that. Part of the reason China is having such success is because their students, places like Beijing and Shanghai are achieving the highest math and science scores in the world. They're number one, not us. We're number 11 in science and number 30 in math. And California 
does way worse than the average out U.S. standards. California ranks lower than 45 of the 50 states in math and science. About three-fourths of California high school students cannot demonstrate proficiency in science. 70% can't demonstrate proficiency in math. 50% can't demonstrate proficiency in their own native language of English. We don't even speak languages here, like the Europeans who have like five languages. We can't fucking get English right. And so why is this important? Why is any of this important? Well, our current administration has called California a model for our nation. While it's not exactly clear if President Biden said that because he's a moron or because his dementia is kicking in, as it often does. The fact is, if California is a model for our nation, we're in a really bad place. So if we have any chance of sort of avoiding a Orwellian future where people like Chairman Xi call the shots, we need to start realizing how to compete with China where it matters. And to do that, it's not going to be through incorporating the worst aspects. And it's certainly not going to be through raising a generation of queer, lesbian, gender studies majors, you know? I mean, can you imagine, God forbid, if, if we ever had a war with China? Anyone see our nagging, purple-haired, liberal arts major storming the beaches of Normandy or of Guangzhou? I don't, personally. But if we have any chance of competing with China, it's going to take a united nation of people who love their country, value meritocracy, care about the Constitution, embrace critical thinking, and the Enlightenment values. Essentially the opposite of what California has become. And if we can't do that, then you should all put away your fucking boysenberry oat milk juice cleansers, get out some chopsticks, and start hyping yourself up for those re-education camps. It's going to be a long and tough road ahead, my friends. If you enjoyed our show, please click subscribe to stay up to date with our YouTube channel and podcast, and give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts so we can keep delivering guys some great content. Thanks again, and we will be back next week. Oh, man. And probably sex robots. We stand for a free and open debate and exchange of ideas. And if you disagree with anything we talk about, you are a racist and no better than Hitler. What? Let's get started.